I believe we all want a chance to share our story, and we should. Whether our story is being cut off by traffic or uplifting our whole life and moving to the other side of the world, someone out there could be encouraged by it. My name's Paige, and this is Just Another Human Story. All right, welcome welcome into the studio. Thanks for coming along and being willing to have your turn and share your story. Um, who are we talking with today? I'm Tori. Hey, Tori. And uh, have you got any nicknames? I do. Hori Patori. It's not as bad as it sounds. I have been called that from my parents since I was a wee girl. So, so it's, it's just a rhymey thing. Not it's a... just a rhymey <laughs> thing. Not a, not a real thing. <laughs> um. And what do you what do you currently do for work? I work in investment admin. Um, it's, it's not as administrative as it sounds. I, everybody thinks of paper, but um, it's quite a lot of back end work with IRD and doing like transfers from like KiwiSaver to Australia or the UK to here. So it's like working for like a KiwiSaver investment company. Yeah, oh, okay. that's exactly it. And. Um, that sounds pretty full on. What do you do for fun when you're not looking at a computer screen and playing with numbers? <laughs> um, I like going to the gym. I spend a lot of time with my friends, head to the beach. Um, definitely been trying to learn how to surf, I like reading, cooking. I'm kind of a girl of all things, really. What do you reckon your favourite hobby is? Probably reading. I'm a big reader. Big reader? Yeah. Big reader, what's your favourite book? Uh, I really enjoyed The Alchemist, which I know a lot of people are like, yeah, good book, but I don't know, it just really resonated with me. For someone who's A, never heard of it, and B, never read it, <laughs> what what is The Alchemist and why is it your favourite book? It kind of touches your soul, which is quite, I don't know how to explain it. I recommend it. Yeah, go give sure. go give it a read. I'll right. I'll pull it out of the library for you. <laughs> um, and what are, what hobby do you reckon you're best at? Are you trying to what are you trying to dig at? I'm not digging at <laughs> anything, man. I'm just I'm just I having fun. Guess I pick up lots of new things, so I'm not super good at anything. Like right now, I am learning how to do poi. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because I want to learn how to do fire poi. So right now I'm working on poi at home. I know that nobody knows this. This is kind of a secret. It's <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, we were in the park. Um, the fireworks going and these girls turned up and they were a bit tiddly. And they sat next to us and they pulled out these fire poi and I went, that's queen shit. I want to do that. <laughs> oh, awesome. And so what, you just went home and like, yeah, just I, make some or? I ordered it. Ordered so I've, it. Got, I've got glowy ones. So at night time they glow. So yeah. it's like that. Just step under fire. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to, we're going to go back now. Sort of touch on what life was like growing up. Let's go real easy. Where, where did you live? Where did you spend your childhood? I lived in a lot of places, actually. Um, I was born in Hamilton. The Tron. The Tron. Uh, City of the future. Not really. Probably not its most common <laughs> name. But... <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up in this little town called Nahanapuri. 
and then we moved to the Hawke's Bay for a little bit and then my parents moved over to Italy and I moved in with my nana back in the tron. Oh no way! Yeah and then when they came back we moved to Auckland um, and I kind of dotted myself everywhere. I've been in Parnell, uh, Blockhouse Bay, Murawai, the coast. I also lived in the South Island for a little bit. So honestly everywhere. Just anywhere and everywhere in New yeah. Zealand feels like home. <laughs> Must have been a few different schools then. Yeah, yeah, a lot of schools. But it was good. Like, I was good at making friends, which is... Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> which is not everyone's way, you know? Like, so I'm qu quite lucky. And I didn't keep all of those friends, but definitely I had a good time at every school I was at. You know, I was pretty lucky. Yeah. Yeah, and what, the friends just kind of... I guess they were there when you needed them, and then you found new ones, they found new ones. Yeah, well... Have you run into any of them just randomly as an adult? I definitely have. Um, some of them don't recognise me, some of them I don't recognise. It's funny how it changes from... I guess when you were like five, six to now is quite a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I've got a big beard and hair, <laughs> arms and legs are definitely... <laughs> I definitely don't look the same as I did. Um, people will argue that the, the eyes stay the same, but who knows. Um, how many different schools do you reckon it was? Um, maybe eight. Just, and how many of those were like, did you go to one high school or? I went to two. I went to Whangaproa College. Did you? I did. I did for a term. Ah, uh, okay. I did not last long. Um, and then I moved to Oriwa. Go to my Oriwa. <laughs> Although we like Whanga as well, some of us. Some of us. As you heard from Ryan, him and I both jumped away from anyone at Oriwa and just... <laughs> yeah. What was, what was school like for you? Like, what were your favourite kind of things to learn? I was... Through primary school, even. Like, what was yeah. your favourite... I was a big nerd, big nerd. I excelled in everything, which is, I'm trying to be humble about it, but I guess because I was a big nerd in school, I guess I had this like expectation from my parents to keep that um, presence throughout the rest of my school years, but I loved reading, always been a big reader um, at school, at home. Mum always used to come and be like, go outside, so I'd pick up my book and I'd take it outside. <laughs> Um, but I guess I did miss a decent bit of school when I had my back surgery. Um, so that was, but it was good. I had such good teachers and they came and saw me after school and like helped me. How home. old were you when you had back surgery? I was 10. Yeah. Crazy. 10. I was real little, real little. I look at 10 year olds now and I'm like, wow, I was so tiny to go through that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. probably easier than trying to do it in like a year 12 or something. Oh, but, absolutely. But if I had left it till then, I would be in a wheelchair, so... No way. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, actually, my bad. We do need it. What's, so what was up with the back? What's the... So I have scoliosis. Yeah. So my spine is in an S, and so by the time I was 10, I had a 92-degree curve in my spine. So it just kept curving as I grew older. Um, so if I had left it, I definitely would have been in the wheelchair. Yeah. Um, but 
I was lucky and they caught it and I had, so I have metal rods down my spine. Just oh, keeping it like straight yeah. forever. They, forever. They live there now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dope, you're like a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat. Um, what did you dream of when you were 10? What did you dream of? What did you want to do? I wanted to be a singer. A singer? A singer, which is so funny now because I can't remember lyrics for shit. <laughs> Can you sing though? Absolutely not. Oh, well, at least you never went through the pain of going on New Zealand Idol. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I was I was so sure I was gonna head to LA though. I used to sell like these little cards, and I like walk down Parnell Rise and sell them in the shops for like fifty cents to a dollar. I'd make them, I'd draw the pictures on. <laughs> what to fundraise for your trip, for to, trip to LA? To LA. Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, seeing so as you wanted to be a when did you when did you change from wanting to be a singer in LA? It must have been I must have been like eleven or twelve when I realized that I was not that good of a singer. <laughs> um and then I watched my mum give birth to my two little brothers. And I decided I wanted to be a midwife, which is, again, very different to what I do now. Um, a little bit. A little bit. No, just <laughs> stone's throw, but... I did, I did start uni as a, to go and do midwifery. Um, I moved to Hamilton when I finished high school, and I did my first half year as a midwife, and then I decided it was way too political, and I wanted to party as a 19-year-old, and I was like... <laughs> This is not for me right now. So maybe I'll go back to it when I'm like in my 40s. But yeah. So then I was like, what was I good in high school? Business. Business numbers. Business investments. numbers. Yeah. And so that's what I went and did. Crazy. Which uni did you end up going to? Went to AUT. AUT. Not messy? Not messy. I've always heard that's the place for business. Honestly, you could go anywhere. <laughs> Everyone has like such a perception of each uni it really doesn't matter where you got your degree at the end of the day does it as long as you can show you actually learned something eh yeah yeah what was home life like during that whole give us give us your background what was home life like growing up you moved around a lot obviously and spent time with nana and stuff what happened in between times yeah i had an interesting childhood it was was good but I also it was interesting. I my mum and my father, so my biological dad, they divorced when I was I think they got married when I was one, divorced when I was two, very shortly after. Um and mum met my stepdad, who I call dad, um, pretty much straight away. Um and then my father met my stepmom when I was about four. Um and so I had a pretty cool childhood with mum. I live, obviously lived with mum and she had her own restaurant or, and before that she was, she's a chef. Oh yeah. So before school I used to go and sit in the cafe um, and I got to know all the regulars. I sat and had breakfast with them before school every morning. And then I had this one girl who was at my school, but she was way older than me and she used to walk me to school every day. It was very Aww. cute. Very cute. Um, so that was pretty cool, but I guess 
having two families is definitely difficult that don't get along. Um, my father is, he was, I think I'd learnt that as I got older that he wasn't always the best person. And so it was an interesting childhood. But, I, like, I am lucky. Yeah. Um, my mum and my stepdad are great, wonderful. Um, but I guess you just have different aspects of that. That, like, yeah, when we moved to the South Island, um, my father tried to fight my mum for a custody battle when I was 10. So it was just after my back surgery, I think. It's a lot for a 10-year-old to deal yeah. with at once. Yeah, and so they sent me to the solicitor and they were like, you need to choose who you want to live with. And I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was quite interesting because um, the solicitor was obviously friends with my father and so they persuaded her to persuade me. So I didn't actually end up moving from mum, but it's interesting now because my father and my stepmom have just got recently divorced and they got that same solicitor involved with their two little boys oh okay yeah it's really interesting to watch i think definitely as i age it's you you keep learning things about your family and the things they would do yeah i don't know people are good but they've also got bad sides as well and it's i don't know maybe it's interesting because obviously the solicitor like, we all do weird shit for friends that maybe we don't think is okay, right? Mm -hmm. But they're our friends. Yeah. And it's just weird growing up being like, that person is normally pretty pretty upstanding, pretty all good. But sometimes we do some weird shit, man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's interesting what we do for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you say you have a couple of brothers... Yeah, I actually have, I have four brothers. Four brothers. I do. So I have two with my mum and two with my father. Uh, and you're the oldest? I am the oldest. Um, yeah, they are 16, 13, 12, and 10. Mm, mm. I was kind of like a... All terrible teens at the same time. <laughs> it is like that. It is like that. I've got my oldest one messaging me with his love problems right now. I was like, man, I remember being 16 and in love. <laughs> he's lucky. He's got, he's got an older sister who's like... Gives the advice. Yeah, well, yeah, you're on the you're on the other side of the ledger from him. Like you give him the insight on that other side of the coin. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Does he listen to you? Oh, yeah, I'm really lucky that he does. Really lucky. He's such a good boy. Um, he had such a hard like family life growing up because he grew up with my father, like full time. Yeah. So. He's honestly, I'm so proud. Yeah, actually, did you have much to do with the brothers from your father growing up? Or was that also a bit strained because of... I did. So up until I was 16, I would go to my father's every second weekend. Um, and it was interesting watching them grow up compared to the way I grew up because I didn't have to spend so much time there. Um, but I definitely saw the anger come out of them that has come through my father um and so I yeah my so this oldest brother he pulled a knife on me one day I had taken his I was babysitting and I had taken his phone off of him and he pulled a knife on me and I went oh alrighty Whoa, buddy. <laughs> alrighty I was like 
we need to change. We need to change. Um, so I'm definitely very grateful that he's grown up to be as nice and beautiful as he is, you know? Yeah. What is, did you, did you have that little chat with him being like, well, buddy, or did you have like a chat with someone else to be like, yeah, this guy could go crazy if we don't. <laughs> yeah. I had a big chat with my stepmom. I was like, number one, you need a divorce. <laughs> number two, you need to get these kids out of this house. Mm. Um, and she has, and it's been the best thing for them, you know. And then, because you still have a relationship with your stepmom, right? I do. And then, I do, but I don't with my father. And then, so is that how you go see the boys yeah. and stuff still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, they come and stay up here with me because I've got a spare room. So it's quite nice. Yeah. How cute is that? You've got this little spare room just so your brothers can come and I stay. know. I know. I'm very lucky. Um, and then the other two brothers? Uh, so they live with mum. And I was lucky I lived with them until I was 21. Um, and then they just recently moved to Nelson. So I don't get to see them as often, which is a bit sad. But they've recently got Snapchat. So I get these <laughs> very amusing selfies and videos all the things it's fun watching like 13 year olds and we're like oh man did i used to yeah I... and then you go on facebook and you're like oh my god that was me yeah. <laughs> yeah what was high school like what was that what was after your term your your magical term at Whangaparoa <laughs> college yeah. <laughs> what was high school like for you um it was good and it was bad at the same time I don't know I kind of had this friend group um through year 9 and 10 and then we fell out um and then I met my best friend uh Deja who was a student from overseas sorry couldn't find my words um it's all good (laughs) (laughs) um and I was really lucky that she stayed all throughout high school um, for three years, but yeah, I guess I took really academic student, academic students, academic subjects. That's the one. Including um, English or? Including English, <laughs> English extension even. Who would have thought? Extra credit. <laughs> uh, so I took really academic subjects, um, what was it? Classics, Spanish, business. Economics, science, calculus. Yeah, I had a full plate during high school. Yeah, so I think for all those years that might have been a lot of fun, I guess it was just a lot of exams. Yeah, because oh, <laughs> I remember you do seven in year 12, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of it. All lot. of yours are heavily written subjects. Yeah, yeah. How was exam time? Busy. Busy? Did Busy. you get it done? I did, but I also... Oh, I hope mum doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I remember me and Deidre, my best friend from overseas, we used to tell mum we were studying and then we would be making nachos and watching movies while she was at work and then she'd come home and she'd find us writing. But, you know, we hadn't done shit all, all day. Hey, it's all right. You, you you made it through. You got your you got your degree. Exactly, exactly. Those nachos were well-deserved. Ah. I reckon. How, how's life going now? Yeah, it's really good. 
I guess I'm at a point where I am not so worried about my partying days. I've done that for a solid six years and I'm starting to invest more in like my health. Um, I really enjoy my job. I live with one of my best friends. It's pretty good. How could how could it go wrong, really? Yeah, you're living with your best friend. It's one of the ultimate examples of cohabitation. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you guys could be... <laughs> if you guys could just be a couple, you, it would you'd be have great. your home life sorted. <laughs> oh, it really would be great, but... um, Not quite... Not quite what you're looking for. <laughs> um, what do you think are some of the biggest things that you've learned mind mindset wise between finishing high school and getting to where you are now? Um I guess in terms of like my family life, blood is not all it's cracked out to be. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's definitely been a huge thing for me since I left high school. Um, but also just like chilling out. I'm like, life is life and it's going to take you wherever you go. You kind of just got to flow with it, you know, like stop trying to keep things with us where you want them to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Well, what's some stuff that you've, you've done in the past, I don't know, two, three years that's, been a part of that headspace adjustment for you? I guess, um, I don't know, I just hold on to things. I really hold on to things that have happened and I'm just trying to learn to let go and let life be as it is. You know, I think I like to control things and I don't know if that's like something from my childhood that I am bringing with me. Um, but I definitely like to control things and I just need to let it, let it slide, if that makes sense. Yeah. What, if you could like encourage someone else to do that, what's like a tool you use or what's, uh, cause we get inspiration from everywhere, right? Like books or videos or TikTok these days, we see something and we go, oh, that's like a, what's something you've could it, like you would encourage other people to, I don't know, do or read or listen to or. I guess... Besides this podcast, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I think the biggest thing is learning to invest in yourself. Um, I guess I think one of the things about investing in myself is that last year I did the 75 hard. 75 hard? What's what's that all about? It's like... It's more of a mental toughness challenge, but lots of people call it like a physical health challenge. Um, It's... 75 days yeah and if you quit on one of the days you don't make all the challenges then you start again from day one um and so there's two workouts a day 45 minutes each one has to be outside no matter the weather um which definitely i think is the mental toughness part um i spend a lot of days in the rain But it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, you stick to a diet of some form you can choose. Four liters of water. You read ten pages of like a self-help book. Yeah. And then you take a progress picture every day. Um, so it takes up quite a bit of time of your day. I 
did a lot of 11 o'clock night walks in the rain. <laughs> um, but it definitely resonated with me. I really learned how to put myself first. Yeah. Um, Is the program itself quite like, here's kind of some parameters, but fill it with what you think is going to be best for you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Like you could do yoga and go for a walk every day, you yeah. know. Um, I like to hit the gym and go for a walk. Um, but definitely, I think the biggest thing about it is that there's no one keeping you accountable except for yourself. And I love that. I think I would do this challenge every year. I'm going to do it again this year. Yeah. Does it just, I don't know, did it teach you a lot of stuff about yourself? Is that part of it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm a lot stronger mentally than I thought I was, you know? Because it's a, it's a lot of days. I think it's, what, two and a half Two and a half months. Yeah, roughly, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's no alcohol also. Um, so I spend a lot of time in this household with you guys <laughs> partying, and I was sitting there sipping on my water. Um, but it and was... you did so well. Yeah, yeah. I, it was definitely mentally draining, and by the time it was done, like, it was a lot of work, but... Also, at the same time, it was so rewarding, and you literally are the only person keeping yourself accountable. Um, yeah. Who would you encourage to do it? I think you have to be in the right headspace to do it. Um, I have definitely tried to do it again, um, but I haven't been in the right headspace. And if you are not in, then it's a lot of energy that you don't have right now yeah um so i definitely recommend it to people if they are kind of looking for something new like a challenge for themselves um but i definitely recommend that you are in a good space and you have the support from the people around you to do it yeah yeah you would say if you're looking for something this year, jump on 75 hard if you can't find anything else. Have a look into it. Yeah, absolutely. There's cool podcasts about it alongside this one. <laughs> <laughs> Go check them out, listen. How do you think what you're doing with your life at the moment, A, makes you happy, but B, could impact someone else's life? In terms of, like, work or what I'm doing or... Whatever you... Whatever you want. Um, it's what's what this that, that kind of question is real open because it's like maybe work is the most important thing you're doing or whatever, but for a lot of people, it's not no. the most important thing, and they do work because that's how they like that's mean, means to an end, and all of their stuff is active outside of work where they're making themselves happy or helping other people. But yeah. then some people, their job is all about that, and then the rest of their time is so it's totally up to i mean yours fully could be hey i'm helping people get some dope kiwi saver returns <laughs> or whatever but <laughs> like totally up to you open open to interpretation we're just looking for a bit of your heart here i guess i in terms of work i like to help people um, and so I feel like in my job that I get to help people, 
but it also gives me the time to go and spend it with my people outside of work and do the things that I want to do. Um, I definitely like being creative and spending my time outside. Um, Spending time with your friends, I am being creative. Some of the food you make is incredible. I do like cooking. I do like cooking. I get that from my mother. I get that from my mother. I think, yeah, you're right. I definitely like to cook for other people around me because I guess that's my way of showing them that I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my my tummy gets happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hope you have one for this bit. Everyone gets this, but if you could say one thing to change one person's life, what would you say? I've been thinking about it. Um, and it kind of, it really resonates with me. If you're more fortunate than others, don't build your fence higher, build your table longer. Ooh, I like that. Mm, yeah, just, I feel like, I feel like that's a life motto. Yeah. Man, well, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for sharing a little bit. Maybe we'll check back in with you in another 10 years, see what you're up to. Maybe you will be a midwife. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Paige. I've realized since recording that um, Macklemore actually already asked me to read The Alchemist, uh, listen to my teacher, but cheat in calculus. So I might get into that this week. Thank you, Tori. Uh, Good luck with learning learning fire poi um and thank you guys so much for coming and listening to another episode uh coming out every wednesday morning for your drive to work uh if you take a minute to like us on follow us on spotify and find the facebook page i'll chuck a link in the uh podcast description be great to join that and follow on we'll start making a community of it start talking to each other share share a story that you saw today share something that happened to you i'd, I'd love to hear it um There's a link in the podcast uh, to email me if you want to share your story. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, And any feedback, any compliments or comments would be great to hear. Um, But, yeah, thank you guys so much for carrying on this journey with me. See you next week.